Hello and welcome to this 10th episode of the Romp and Stomp Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Black Hat Sammy here, and we got a lot to talk about. Just about wrestling this week. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. Should I start with WWE and the interesting and the interesting week they had? Or should I talk about AEW and the interesting week they had? Or should I talk about Impact and the interesting show they had just like, just like last, well, just that happened like, that happened like Saturday night. No, you know, surrender. There's like, there, uh, there's like some, some, some shit going on over there. Should I talk about New Japan? Should I talk about stardom? I mean, there's, I mean, one of my favorite wrestlers have returned. Um, or should I talk, or, or what about like the, I don't know. What about the. The, the COVID issues um, Toji Joshi Pro Wrestling has been having as of lately. I mean, oh man, what a week. I mean, ah, oh, shit. What a week in wrestling. So, I mean, like, this week is so eventful to the point that, like, and I'm amazed to the point that, like, if someone were to ask me, like, okay, what is the most interesting week in, in, in wrestling? In the wrestling calendar, and I would say like, oh, it'd be oh easy, it'll be like WrestleMania week, and like, and like they'll say like, I mean that's a good answer, but what if there was a but that well, what if there's there was a week that was like that but happened before but happened like more than a month before WrestleMania, and I'd be like, shut up, you're kidding, show me, please show me, I want to see the evidence, and like and like it and like the guy would just like say like, okay. Well, I present. Okay, well, you're gonna you're gonna like this one. I present to you the wrestling during the week of February fourteenth in the year twenty twenty two, and I'm like, whoa, that's a lot of interesting wrestling. So, yeah, like this is just like rest. This is just like you know what? I'm just gonna present you like this. The week of wrestling that was February 14th, 2022. And with that out of the way, let's get started. Let's ride out. It's a Romeo Foxtrot. Shall we dance? Okay, so right away. Right away, right away, right away, right away. I was keeping track of, like, a show, a, a um... I mean, I was busy with school, but I mean, I was still able to like keep up with wrestling. So, of course, I got to keep up with wrestling. It's kind of like the one escape that I have from like all the bad stuff that's going on with the, in the world. Whether it's like domestically here in America, whether it's like overseas, anywhere, like wrestling for me is kind of like that one escape from reality, like video games, but except. Other people are tormenting themselves instead of like you getting tormented by the video game, which I mean it's still not fun if you're like you know if you're wrestling wrestling, but or maybe okay maybe you're having fun but still like it's good entertainment. So I mean I'm just happy that like I was I was able to see like you know I was able to see wrestling I was able to read wrestling I was able to keep up with wrestling. Um, and it's just, it, it was a very interesting week. Now, with the whole Cody Rhodes thing, the whole Cody Rhodes leaving AEW stuff, I didn't think, like, after I did, like, after I did my episode on, um, on Tuesday that talked about, like, that was, like, you know, my late review on the week that was AEW, I literally found out, like, you know, right before I did the episode, and I didn't know all the details, but as I did the... But as I did the episode, I would find out, like, all the details. I was so focused on doing my episode. And then, like, after I was done with my episode, I looked up Twitter and I was like, holy crud. That is a lot of data to take in. So, so I was, so, like, they, like, it's very speculative. It's, like, all over the internet that Cody Rhodes may actually, um, Cody Rhodes may actually be, may actually, um, be working for the Fed again. And part of me, like, and this is not 100% set in stone, but, like, it's close to there. It's like we're expecting to see Cody Rhodes to WWE at any time, at any time now. 
So, I mean, and even saying that, like, some sources, like, Fightful and, like, Fightful, wherever, a lot of places that I get my news from or I hear my news from, they're saying that, like, oh, Cody's expected to get, like, a big WWE push. He's expected to have, like, a big match in Mania, which is, which is apropos because it's Cody Rhodes. He's one of, like, he's one of, the, like, overall one of the best talents, like, available in wrestling. And... And he's been, like, a hot commodity for, like, the past couple of years, even before AEW. I mean, I've seen his work in, like, ROH. I've seen his work in, like, New Japan. And, like, and, I mean, every time he shows up at an ROH show, he ha- he's, like, a pretty big draw. So, even overseas, um, when he when he went to, like, Britain. And I, and I would, like, keep up with, like, um, I would keep up with, like, um, with being the elite. They did tours, like, all over the place. They go to Japan. They go to America. They go to, like you know, oh, they go to England, they just, they're, like, all over the place, Mexico as well, and, and, like, every time, like, Cody would, like, wrestle, every time he does, like, he talks to the audience, he's, like, insanely over, like, like, almost everywhere he goes, so, I mean, it's more for, like, WWE to, um, it's more of, like, WWE to get him, um, and it's also, like, it's, it's, it's very apropos for him to, like, get, get this, get like you know get like a big match because he's one of the biggest guys we have in wrestling in general he's one of the biggest straws and you have to treat him like a big deal you got to treat him like a huge deal i'm not talking about the 24 7 stuff no like maybe maybe like go head to head with roman reigns maybe have like him be the u.s champion and whatnot like part of me is very excited if if i mean if and maybe when he goes to the Fed, um. But at the same time, I know like it's a Fed. They're gonna find a way to like mess up, or like like if they really like I don't know. Like the Fed has like a tendency to mess up. So yeah, I mean, and with all the Cody news, I decided like, hey, the Dusty Roads, hey, the Dusty Roads Tag Tournament Classic is um, no, the Dusty Roads Tag um. Tag Team Classic, the final is on tonight between MSK and, um, MSK and, um, and, um, uh, and that other team, um, Diamond Mine, the two, br- the two guys from, um, the, the two guys from Diamond Mine, um, during, like, Vengeance Day, and, I mean, I was like, I was like, and it was a good show, I was, I expected to see Cody, um, of course, like, part of me would say, like, oh, Cody might make an appearance. Other part of me would say, nah, they're gonna save it till March. They're gonna save it till March. But, like, anyway, but, but, I mean, I tuned in to Vengeance Day NXT 2.0 show, and it was a pretty, pretty darn good show. Even the main event that involved, um, that involved, um, let's see, Santos, Santos Ecobar. Or Santos Escobar. I don't know which accent should I say it. Should I say it in like Spanish where it's like Santos Escobar? Or should I say like in English like Santos Escobar? But yeah, Santos Escobar had his match against um, Braun Breaker and that match was pretty good. Um, I mean, Dolph Ziggler was at the show. Tommaso Ciampa was like made an appearance as well. Um, it was a pretty lovely show, I would say. for I would say. I would say for the least. Right after Valentine's Day. And I mean, and of course, um, keeping with the theme of WWE, and there are other matches that was pretty good for like Vengeance Day. Tony Re- Tony D'Angelo going against um, going against Pete Dunne. That was also a pretty good banger of a match as well. Um, and Carmelo Hayes going against Cameron Grimes. Cameron and like, going against Cameron Grimes. That was like a pretty fun matchup too. So, oh man, for the NXT North American Championship. That was pretty. That was a very fun match. Lots of fun matches. Um, and then like, oh yeah, it was the Creed Brothers. I think yeah, Creed Brothers versus MSK. That was also a pretty good match. Um, <laughs> I do love me some Malcolm. I do love me some Malcolm Bevins though. I mean, he's like he he roasts people on like Twitter for free and like he's kind of like the Twitter wrestling champion. No disrespect to Toriano fan account. Toriano fan account, I think, like, he's pretty much the code of, like, wrestling Twitter, but, like, I mean, Malcolm Bevins does have a fair share of, like, I don't know, 
does have like the fair share of comedy and he's pretty consistent with that on twitter so i suggest you give him a follow and give toriano fan account a follow too so uh yeah more about run wwe i didn't see i didn't see smackdown i mean all the results that were like all the results that was spoiled to me I mean, I did notice that Sami no, I did notice that Sami Zayn was um was like the the new Intercontinental Champion. He beat Shinsuke for the belt before they went to before they went to Saudi Arabia. Um, but like I don't I don't like how the WWE is treating the Intercontinental belt because during Shinsuke's reign, he hasn't defended it as much and hasn't been featured in like many pay per views, which is really sad because you want to because you want to treat like the mid card titles. I think I think like I think like with um with with Sami Zayn though, there's there's a little glimmer of hope. Sami Zayn just signed a new contract for WWE. He better be getting them paychecks too as well. Um, and like from what I've heard, from what I heard from like the wrestling news circles, is that Sami Zayn is going to go against Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania. I think after after I think after WrestleMania, you have to feature the Intercontinental title more. You have to make that as like a mid card title, but like you make it worth something again. Like, I remember WWE in, like, the mid-2010s, the 2000s as well. And, like, and the Intercontinental Championship was a big deal, especially when Dolph Ziggler held it. Like, everyone wants to beat Dolph Ziggler, but no, no one was able to beat Dolph Ziggler because he was just such a bad boy. But he, but they also made that title important, too. They made Dolph Ziggler a big-time player back then. So I'm hoping the same with Sami Zayn. <laughs> I'm hoping the same thing with Sami Zayn. I hope he. I don't know if he's gonna become the bad boy like twenty like twenty tens um Dolph Ziggler, but I want but I want that Intercontinental beat to be worth something again. Same with the U.S. Same with the U.S. belt as well. I want the mid card titles to be felt like you know felt like something important. Like the WWE I watch in the 2010s, the 2000s, and I learned watch and I learned about and like what I learned about in the 90s and the 80s. I want that great again. So that's my thought on like on that's my little thoughts on SmackDown. Of course, there was like Goldberg and Roman Reigns interaction, um, which I wasn't. I, I'm not too. I wasn't too invested about that storyline. Now, Elimination Chamber. Didn't see the show, but I read about it. Read about it, heard about it. I'm surprised. I'm genuinely surprised because it actually wasn't a shit show. At a Saudi Arabia show. Now hold on, Sammy. Hold on there. Slow your horses, pal. So you're telling me that the WWE pulled off a Saudi show that actually wasn't shit? Well, yeah. It was actually a pretty decent show. I mean, I felt like a lot of the right people won. And like even though like even though the Elimination Chamber Brock Lesnar won it by last eliminating the um last eliminating Austin Austin Theory, who he has a very good upside and I'm very excited seeing him. I mean, now I'm more excited. I mean, of course he he still has a selfie and stuff. But he's like a pretty darn good talent. Um, but now, like, of course, like Brock Lesnar won. Bobby got concussed. AJ Styles, Matt Riddle, and um, Matt Riddle and Seth freaking Rollins got eliminated. Yeah, some people thought it. Some people thought it was like a bit too early. Which, yeah, I would have kept them. Yeah, if that was the case, I would have kept them much longer. But. But and all and people and of course you would say like hold on like okay so that title that WWE championship that WWE championship is like hot potato all over because at the beginning of the because at like because well when the when like the clock <clears throat> when the New Year ball dropped over in New York City Big E was beginning the year as champion but then. New Year's Night came right after the Rose Bowl, 
Brock, um, Bobby Lashley won the belt at day one over in Atlanta. And then, and then like a little, and then like a little bit more than a month later, yeah, definitely like a month and a half later, Bobby loses and he didn't, and he doesn't get pinned, but, but Brock wins, which is really confusing to keep up. And Brock wins, and Brock won, Brock won the Royal Rumble. So basically, like the Royal Rumble winner is like kind of useless, I guess, because he's already the champion. But then he's he's still challenging Roman, our tribal chief, Roman Reigns, at Mania. It's really perplexing, also very interesting, but. Like, we could have just done it differently. And, but, I mean... But, I mean, I'm still excited about the match. So excited about the match, but also very excited about WrestleMania as a whole. I mean, the Women's Elimination Chamber match took place as well. Bianca won. Um, Bianca won. Um, and I think that's, like, right. I think that's right to have Bianca Belair. To go against Becky Lynch to make up for like the disaster that was known as um as SummerSlam 2021, which Bianca Belair lost the title belt to Becky Lynch. Yeah, Bianca lost the title belt, the um the Raw Women's Championship to Becky Lynch in like under a minute. I think it's right for W for like for to have like a makeup mat to have like to uh to ha- to have WWE make up that match. And hopefully give Bianca the, you know, no, hopefully have be, hopefully WWE puts Bianca over Becky. Um, I don't know, I don't know if I can trust that, but yeah, but yeah, I'm like that. I'm kind of like looking forward to. I'm looking, I'm now looking forward to how um how how um how the whole thing with Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch is gonna play out. It's either gonna play out the right way or it's gonna be a disaster. Who knows? But I'm more excited. I'm definitely more excited about like WrestleMania. Um. Oh yeah, and oh yeah, and Bill Goldberg won against some um, Roman Reigns, and Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns won. I mean, Goldberg, his contract expired with WWE. I think he's. I th- I think he'll still be with WWE. Eh, he got his Saudi paycheck, and like, well, he just made his way like a tree and left. I said it's so wrong, but anyways, um, but yeah, I'm pretty more, I'm, yeah, I'm more excited about, like, um, about, like, the build-up to, to WrestleMania now than I was about, like, than I was with the Royal Rumble, and the Royal Rumble was just an absolute crap show. Now, Elimination Chamber, believe it or not, in, like, the Jetta Superdome, it wasn't an absolute, it wasn't a disaster, it wasn't a bad show, it was actually a very decent show, so... Oh yeah, and also Lita went against Becky Lynch. Um, there was also like match involved the Viking Raiders going against the Usos, which I think the Usos retained. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm more excited about like I wouldn't say excited, but like I feel more comfortable about the build up to to WrestleMania, like after the Elimination Chamber. Like right now, I'm a bit more excited. I'm a bit more comfortable, and I just hope for WWE to um to like build off the Elimination Chamber event they had in Jeddah, and oh and oh yeah the oh yeah Rey Mysterio went against them went against them as which I think Rey Mysterio won, but I hope they build off the momentum from there, and hopefully build up to a pretty good WrestleMania, but I take that but I take that with a grain of salt. Because WWE has a way to mess it up. It's kind of like it's kind of like the Seattle Mariners. It's like kind of following the Seattle Mariners. Like, oh, they have like a lot of positives, but when they like, but when they try to like reach the playoffs, and this is with them with a winning record as well. Every time they like try to reach the wild card spot, they always get beaten out by another team. Sometimes because of luck, other times because they couldn't close the deal. So watching so the past couple of years watching w so the past couple of years watching the build up to, to um the build ups to wrestlemania 
It's kind of like following like the Seattle Mariners of the past couple of years. Like everything's like all set up to them. Everything's like built up like as good as possible, or as, or as good as it can be, but it falls flat, or 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 like it falls not flat, but there's more that can be left to, but there's more left to be decided at the end of it all. And like you're thinking of like, oh man, but this could have been better. That could have been better. That was a good show, or that was a decent show. I mean, it was tolerable, but it could have been so much more. So, but hopefully this year, two nights, WrestleMania in Dallas, Jerry's house, Jerry's world, whatever you want to call it. Um, AT&T Stadium, that huge, that huge, like, house that Jerry Jones built. Two nights in Dallas, early April. Don't fuck it up, WWE. We are counting on you. And I mean, if I have to guess, I think they're gonna deliver a banger. I hope. Or it's or it's just gonna be like, oh well, this match was an absolute banger, but this match was like an absolute letdown. And the hype of it all was so good, yet we get we get a dud. Come on, WWE. I don't want I don't wanna hear I don't want I don't want that from you, WWE. You guys got this. Please, for the love of God. Just don't fuck it up, like RuPaul said. So that's like the week in WWE wrestling. Now, AEW wrestling. AEW wrestling in Nashville this week. Gotta say this, like the at. I gotta say this, but like the atmosphere that AEW show had, like in the Nashville, in the Nashville Coliseum, that was good. They deserve a pay per view. I watched it live, and. Oh my god, that crowd was just great. Probably like a top 10 crowd in my opinion. Maybe top 5. As the show for itself, the show itself was actually pretty darn on good. Um, I can't necessarily summarize the entire show. But the main event between Sammy and um, and Aubrey Allen. It was, a good, it was a good honest wrestling match. Two guys trying to like kill each other while they try to kill each other themselves. Um... Darby doing spots, Sammy G doing spots. It was like it was amazing. Oh yeah, and that CM Punk promo to MJF, that was masterful. I loved it. He was said anytime CM Punk sits crisscross applesauce, you know you're in. You're you know you're in. You're in, you're you know you're good. Yeah, you know you're in to a good CM Punk promo. You know you're gonna be in for a good CM Punk promo. I can't even speak. That's how good it was. Like. I saw like MJF was about to like to break down and I'm like oh shit CM Punk had him CM Punk had him and I feel like entering Orlando for like the next couple weeks MJF's gonna do everything he can to literally beat the hell out of CM Punk and like oh man the build up to that match is gonna be glorious he beat him twice MJF beat him twice in Chicago too so the way how CM Punk responded like the chef's kiss. It's beautiful. It's magnifique. So there's that. Um, there was also that Lee Moriarty, Lee Moriarty, <laughs> Lee Moriarty, oh Lee Moriarty. He went against Brian Danielson. That match was like so freaking good. Oh my god, it was like. That's such a good wrestling match. Like, I mean, it may not be like five stars and like Dave Meltzer scale, but I don't even look at Dave's scale. But oh my god, that match was pretty darn on good. I'm not gonna lie. And then the promo, and then like the promo, um, the promo like, okay, the segment afterwards where um, where Moxley came into the ring and like he talked to Brian Dan and he talked to Brian Danielson, um. I remember correctly, that was that was pretty good. That was actually a pretty good segment. Oh yeah, and there there was also that um that the no disqualification match between Thunder Rosa and Mercedes Martinez. Oh, it's nice to see like um, nice to see that um that like the bad guy from Cobra Kai, from Cobra Kai um make an appearance. Can't remember his name. Can't can't remember the name from the top of my head, but like. 
you you love to see when '80s bad guys, um, you know, are like are in rest are like in wrestling, and like you know they have something in common with today's heels. They have something in common with like the heels of today. So, oh man, the match itself was actually pretty good. It was like a little bit of like Hall is it's like Smashville meets Hollywood. It was that good. It was pretty good. Like, Thunder Rosa, her gear was, like, literally inspired by... It's, like, literally paying a homage to, like, the, the bride um, from, Kill, from Kill Bill, which was actually... Which, it was, which was played by, by, by Nicole Kidman, I believe. Um, that match was good. It was... But, like, the ending was, like, eh, it, it was a bit sour grapes, I would say, myself. Like a bit of sour grapes. I kind of like. I'm. I like Britt Baker. I think Britt Baker. Her improvement is like as a wrestler. She's been pretty good. Um, love her. Like you know, love her rise. But to be honest, um, I'm kind of over her as AEW champion. So I hope she loses to Thunder Rosa in Revolution over like over at the dungeon in the campus of UCF. Um, kind of hoping for that. I'm kind of over that like reign. So. I know there was like I don't know one I don't know if there was like another match for Dynamite. Oh yeah, they also previewed the um the show between like next week. Um, it was there was like a promo pa- there was like a promo package that was done by the House of Black. Maybe Buddy Matthews is gonna make him, is gonna make his debut for the House of Black, or um they're gonna have a match between um. We're gonna have a match between the Lucha Bros, uh, where we're gonna see um, where we're gonna see Penta Dark. We're gonna see Penta Oscuro. It's gonna be beautiful. Like heads are gonna get kicked in, flips are gonna happen, and bones are bones. Hopefully, are not shattered too badly. But we're gonna see like some high flying, high high. We're gonna see some high octane action. I am excited for that. And and I would have watched the rest of the promo, but. God damn it, really? Like, some some idiot in Tampa Bay decided to kidnap a child. And I wasn't able to, um, to, like, to watch the rest of the promo. So, yeah, to anyone listening in the Tampa Bay area, fuck your area. Go Bolts. I love the Bolts. I'm still mad at the Bucks for getting a lump, for wasting, like, a potential dynasty. Um, and literally wasting that last season Tom Brady had, even though I'm not his biggest fan. Um, but no, seriously, F you guys. Like, I mean, come on. I have a friend in, like, I have a friend in Tampa who's from Tampa Bay. She lived her, lived, lived her entire life over there. She doesn't like it at all. I mean, she doesn't like it. She's over it. And now I see why. Because you guys just kidnapped your children. Well, not everybody, but still. Seriously, Tampa, get some goddamn help, okay? Just get some goddamn help. I know, I'm still upset about the Rams beating, beating the Buccaneers a few weeks ago, but come on, get, get some fucking help. Please, do it. Just just do it. So, yeah, I wasn't able to watch the promo. Thanks, Tampa Bay. Um, go Bolts, though. So, yeah, go Bolts. I can't even say the I can't even say to the team. Oh yeah, go Bolts, baby, go Bolts, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's like my thing about dynamite. If I'm probably missing something else, then oh yeah, I think like Adam Cole made an. I think Adam Cole and like oh yeah, Adam Cole definitely made an made an appearance. Oh yeah, um oh yeah, that segment between Adam Cole and. Adam Page, Hangman Adam Page, the Battle of the Atoms, Adams versus Adam. I expected the Bucks to assault to to assault um Hangman Adam Page. It was Red Dragon, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish. They assaulted they assaulted the Hangman. They assaulted the Hangman. Um, which was like a pretty pleasant, which was a bit of a pleasant surprise. Um, oof, what else? It was a bit of a pleasant surprise, but it was also a good build up to like to Dynam to Rampage. Um the, and to Rampage because Preston Vance, um, number ten of the Dark Order, he literally just assaulted pe- he literally just assaulted people. Like he assaulted the security team and oh my god, it was wonderful. It was just absolutely wonderful. Loved it. So 
Yeah. Oh yeah, and oh, and after the match between um after the main event, Andrade and Matt Hardy literally assaulted um both Darby Allen and um and Sammy. So there there was also that. <laughs> there was also that wonderful. Like the Andrade and Hardy family office just literally assaulting people. That continues to be a thing. Um so on to Rampage. And it was a bloody good show. Of course, you have Adam Cole starting off, and like I gotta say, Adam Cole is like love the fact that he's either starting a match, or, no, that he's starting a show or he's ending a show. He's kind of like Randy Johnson, like in baseball. Randy Johnson, the old days of like the Mariners and the Diamond Vat and the Diamondbacks of um of yesteryear, and you would have him as the ace. He would just like he just like. You know, take hitters out. Like, strike one, strike two, strike three, out. So, like, you know. He'll have, like... He'll have, like, a boatload of strikeouts. So like, probably, like, up to... Six Ks. Six, seven Ks. And then, like, call call your... Call your... Call your... um Your bullpen. Call your reliever. So, you call your reliever. And I can't even say... Re- I can't even say reliever, but, like, you call your reliever, you call, like, a pitcher in relief, and, like, Randy takes a rest, and boom. Like, I see that a lot of in Adam Cole, and I also see him as, like, he's, he kind of reminds me of Mariano Rivera, too. How it's, like, he's able to close out shows, or how AEW puts him to the ability of, like, closing out shows. And I imagine he's gonna close out um Revolution over in Orlando, um, he's probably gonna play the role of Mariano Rivera. I don't know if he's gonna close it out against a Hangman Page. I don't know if he's the champ. I don't know if he's if he's going to be like a champion, because like there's a whole succession of lines of I mean, there's a whole succession line, a line of succession, like basically which was like you know Jericho was the first champion, then Moxley won the belt, then Kenny won the belt, and now we're ha- and now Hangman won the belt. It's been seen since, like, the, I think it was, like, the All Out poster from, like, 2018, I I suppose. Or, no, I can't remember. But, like, there was a poster to, like, one of the pre-COVID AEW shows. Um, yeah, I think it was, like, I think it's All Out, actually. Yeah, the poster for for All Out. And it was, like, it was Jericho, Moxley... Kenny and then Hangman all in order. It was it was like masterfully done in my opinion. Um well, in a lot of people's opinions. But I see that a lot like in Ad, in like Adam um, in, in Adam Cole how he's able to like close out shows, how he's able to to open up shows. It's very appropriate. And I love him for that. He had a match against I can't remember who he had a match against, but all I know is that he won his match. He won his... Oh, yeah. It was Preston Vance. Man, do I forget easily. We were just talking about... I was just talking about Preston Vance, and now I forgot about him. Oh, Preston Vance. What a hunk of man he is. Dark Order's number 10. He had a good showing, but, I mean... And it was a good match. I enjoyed it. Loved it. Liked it. Would watch it again, too. Um, Not constantly. That's, like, an all-time favorite, but, like... It was an it was an entertaining match. Of course, Adam Cole was gonna win that match. So, so it was, but it was a good showing. It was a good showing from ten. It was a good showing by both by both parties involved. There was also Serena Deeb's um five minute challenge. Serena Serena Deeb is gonna she's Serena is just like on a roll. I want her to go after a belt, or I want her to win the Owen Hart on um, the Owen Hart tournament. But eventually, I think someone is gonna, someone's gonna beat the time limit. I don't know if it's gonna, I don't know if it's gonna be, um, I don't know if it's AQA that just been signed. I don't know if it's, um, I don't know if it's Sky Blue. I feel like it's gonna be Sky Blue. I feel like it's gonna be Sky Blue because I've seen her develop, like, I've seen her develop and, like, she's, like, turning out to, like, be pretty darn on good. So, I mean, she's a pretty good worker and I think she can, like, work more than five I think she'll be the um I think she'll be the person to work over five minutes with um to work over five minutes with Serena Deep. 
and probably get assaulted by Serena Deep. Maybe get a win or maybe get a win and then of course have blow up match. A blow off match to end the feud once and for all, but that's just like down the future. That's just me um being in like my armchair booker share, of course. Um, yeah. Um so Serena Deeb, she beat her opponent in five minutes or less. I think they're oh yeah. Dante. Sky Blue's boy um Sky Blue's boyfriend. Dante Martin da, Dante Martin going against um Powerhouse Will Hobbs. Powerhouse Hobbs. Um from Team Taz. That was a pretty good match. And now like and now the build and then and now like we get like three beefy three beefy boys. Or as Sean Ross Sav likes to call them, the be- the sirloin sons of bitches. <laughs> oh my god. So now for for like the face of the revolution ladder match, we have Keith Limitless Keith Lee Warlow who won his match on um on on Dynamite on Wednesday. And Powerhouse Wool Hobbs. Oh my god. <laughs> Just on that alone, <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry, I can't stop laughing. Just on that alone, I want to just make that the main event of 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 Revolution. Like it's called the Face of the Revolution match for a reason, and just have like several sons of bitches be the main event. Oh my gosh, Sean Ross Sapp. <laughs> oh man, he's doing God's work. Good journalist, but my god, he's also pretty darn on good comedian. I don't know if he's over the um nah. Nah, he he's nah he saw the game game like shout out to the Bengals. They put out a good fight on um last Sunday against the Rams. Excellent fight. Excellent fight between both teams. Oh my gosh, Sean Ross Sapp. What a national th- treasure he is. But yeah, um Will Hobbs won his match against Dante, so hopefully we get like so hopefully like we get like you know more beefy boys, <laughs> beefy boys, more beefy boys in the face of the revolution. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't stop laughing now. <laughs> Sirloin says <starts> bitches. <laughs> oh man. So yeah. So hopefully, um, okay, t- okay. I'm, I'll propose this. Hopefully we have the face of the revolution um ladder match at the main of the at the main event of revolution. I just want to see the beefy boys. I just want to see. I just want to see like the sirloin sons of I, <laughs> the sirloin sons be the main event. That's it. And we can just put Adam Cole going against um going against um Adam Page Hangman Adam Page at like the beginning of revolution. That'd be fun. And then the main event's gonna be the Sirloin Sons of Bitches. That'd be beautiful. Oh my god, just like meat slapping meat, slapping meat, slapping meat. It's just, oh man, I want that. I want that. Every mo- every man wants that. Every woman wants that. Every, nah. Everyone wants the Face of the Revolution tag match to be the main event in Revolution. That's like, oh my god. Oh, man, it's going to be glorious. It's going to be high-octane. We're going to see a lot of high-octane offense, and we're just going to see, like, big boys just running around. Oh, man. The 1995 Nebraska Cornhuskers football team would be proud. Oh, yes. 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 So there's that. And then the main event. Main event, which was Jay White going against... um, Jay White going against... Tremperetta, that was such a good match. That was such a pretty good, decent wrestling match. Um, Jay White switch played at the end. The promo was just absolutely amazing. God, I enjoy hearing Jay White's voice. You gotta breathe with a switchblade. Oh man. And then Tremperetta, and then like before that, like Tremperetta just calling Jay White a knife pervert. <laughs> oh man, I love wrestling sometimes, man. So fucked up. It's so beautiful too. Loved it. Love it. Just love it. That was like a pretty good, decent wrestling match. Of course, there's. Of course, there was like the near fall fiesta as well. Before Jay Jay White hits switchblade on Trent. One, two, three, and that's it. That was all there is to it. Also, Orange Cassidy was ringside. I think he got some. I guess I don't know. 
I don't, I, I can't remember. Okay, so, speaking of the Switchblade, um, Impact's No Surrender was on tonight, was on tonight, or like, well, here in Florida, it's the early morning. Um, it's the early morning here in Florida, um, the, like, if you're in the West Coast, you, you've, I don't know when you're, you guys, I know when you're watching this, but, oh man, Oh, man. Man, man, man. So, Jay White just kicked off um, the, the Gorillas of Destiny off Bullet Club. And, um, and they chose the, um, the Good Brothers, um, Carl Anderson and, and Doc Gallows to take their place at Bullet Club. So, that's interesting. That's actually, like, the one thing I want to talk about out of that show. Of course, there's like the um, Honor No More going against Team Impact, and like Honor No More winning that match, which like it's gonna be pretty. It's like the rest of it's gonna be pretty interesting. And of course, there's Matt Card- and of course there's Matt Cardona doing his thing, going against um, going against like um, going against Jordan. Um, Jordan's like big, big Jordan woman that's like kicking people's butt. Jordan Grace, absolute. She's an absolute powerhouse. Um, that match went into, like, that match, that match went into, well, well, Jordan, well, Jordan Grace has a, you know, has a trip to Dairy Queen in her, in her record. In other words, it ended in a disqualification because she low-blowed Matt Cardona. So that match is going to end up in, so that feud is probably going to go, there's going, there's going to be a no-disqualification match where, um, between Matt Cardona and Jordan Grace. And that, and most definitely, Chelsea Green is going to be involved, and a lot of people are going to get their butts handed to them, which is absolutely going to be beautiful. Impact, you've outdone yourself. Like I thought to you, like I thought, like oh, you guys are horrible, but no, like they actually like produce pretty good good wrestling. I'm actually very impressed. I'm actually befuddled, and then and like and oh man, I'm no, I'm befuddled, and I'm also in, impressed all at the same time. I'm also it's 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 good, but just please, just like, can you have like, can you make it more accessible for us to watch? Like, I mean, we want to see you guys succeed as much as like any promotion, as much as we want to see any promotion succeed. So, yeah. Um. Oh boy. But yeah, back to like Jay White. Um. But yeah, the Jay White situation. Um, kicking off. G.O.D. from Bullet Club and allowing the Good Brothers to, oh man, everything's just interesting, it's, it's, it's interesting, everything's just, uh, oh man, uh, I don't, uh, G.O.D., Tom Tonga in particular, he's a Bullet Club OG, he's like, an original, he's like, one of the, cre- one of like the original members of Bullet Club. And Jay White kicked them off. And, like, there are people saying, like, oh, well, there was filth that was supposed to be disposed stuff. And I'm like, you're literally rooting for another Bullet Club Civil War. Like, we've seen the first Bullet Club Civil War in 2018. And, like, that and like that was just, like, a big old mess. Now we got another Bullet Club Civil War. And I'm just like, oh, dear God, this is going to be a bigger mess. Because not only you have, like, G.O.D. out of Bullet Club... But, like, maybe they're not going to get out of Bullet Club. Or maybe they don't want to get out of Bullet Club. Not only you have G.O.D., but you also have Kenny, who's, like, who's... I don't know, man. You also have Kenny, who's, like, recovering from injury. You have the Elite. You, yeah, you have the Elite. Um, Matt Jackson, Matt Jackson, Nick, Nick Jackson, Matt and Nick. Um, you got Adam Cole, of course. Um... You got Brandon. Now you got like Jay White into the. And now you have Jay White into the mix. Now I don't know part of. I don't know if he's part of the elite. I mean, I thought they were. I thought he was like trying to like bring Bullet Club back together and just like make it this big massive wrestling force. But he has a big. He has a beef with evil. Jay White has a beef with evil and perhaps with like the rest of House of Torture. Maybe we're just gonna see like Bullet Club OGs going against. The elite, 
going against the house of torture. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Man. It's it's just a big massive mess right now. Like, oh my god, the house of fucking torture. God damn it. <laughs> the house of torture. Oh man. No oh, man. How man, no one no one likes House of Torture. I I gotta I gotta say it. Like, yeah, it's talented, but like uh I mean evil could have been booked better, so yeah, now we now we're gonna see another Bull Club Civil War. Isn't that going to be great, guys? <laughs> oh no, I got 2018 flashbacks just stinking from this. But overall, Impact had a little pretty good show. Um, PCO like literally just doing these spots and like, and I mean he's literally like literally like people are trying to like take out PCO, but PCO cannot be taken out. And um, oh yeah, Honor No More won the match against like um against Impact. I didn't watch the show, but from what I heard, it was, like, actually a pretty darn on decent show, so, it was actually, like, a pretty good show, actually, so, yeah, that's, like, all the North American wrestling I can talk about now, now, we go to, like, New Japan, and, um, New Japan, we gotta talk about, I mean, at least I gotta talk about the internet, the IWGP US Championship, I thought, now, Seiya Sonata, Sonata, he beat, he beat, he beat the ace of New Japan, Hiroshi Tanahashi, over in Sapporo. <clears throat> he 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 beat him last night, and um, and I was like a bit shocked. I mean, I'm actually I'm honestly happy that's not a one, because he it because it's like oh because like you know he's one that he worked so hard. He's like a very underrated wrestler in my opinion. When you talk about Japanese wrestlers, especially in like New Japan. <laughs> Um, just wrestlers in general in New Japan. He's like for me very underrated because he's very talented. He's like pretty decent on the mic. Um, every time like you know, every time he's like on the mic, he's he's like the crowd would just like you know would have like their eyes on him. They'll listen. They'll like you know he'll turn off the lights and people will, like you know people will turn the 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 flashlight on their phones. It's actually a pretty good sight. Now, of course, he doesn't speak too much, but it's kind of like a sight to behold at any time he speaks after a victory. Um, I'm actually happy that he won the belt, but, like, but what does it do now? Does that mean that, like, Seiya Sonata is going to, is it, like, going to, like, um, New Japan Strong or in the West Coast? Is he going to make an appearance for, like, for AEW? Because, this is just me speculating, because he already made, because he used to work in Impact. He worked in Impact, like, years ago. Um... <clears throat> Maybe he's going to return to Impact as the IWGP US champion. And like maybe he's going to go on a little excursion of America. It's going to be pretty interesting to see. I thought <laughs> I thought Hiroshi Tanahashi was going to be the guy for that. Originally, I thought Kenta was going to be the guy for that. Because even Kenta, like he wanted, I, I imagine he wanted to go to the US. But, but like, I mean, and there was a plan for like, um, well, there was a proposed plan for see, to see, for us to like, for us to see CM Punk going against um going against Kenta, like who could be the master of the GTS to go to sleep, like knee to the face and then boom you fall asleep, um, but no um Kenta lost the belt to in um in Wrestle Kingdom to Hiroshi Tanahashi, and now uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi Hiroshi Tanahashi like a month and a half later loses the belt to Seiya Sonata, and I think that's like even wild. I don't I I don't know if he even made an appearance um. During his reign, I think he like stayed in Japan for the most part. So, what does it mean now for the IWGP US Championship? Does it mean that like Sonata? Well, what also what does it mean for Sonata and the US um and the US Championship, the IW the IWGP US Championship? Does that mean that Sonata is gonna go to um, is he gonna go to like is he gonna go make appearances in North America, or is the title continue is the or is the title is or is the title going to be continued to be hot potatoed, um, in in like in the freaking archipelago, and then finally like after months, you, Zack Saber Jr. goes to like goes to America, and he's the one to go to America after five different champions or some shit like that. I don't know, but it's gonna be real interesting to see. It's gonna be real interesting to see how that plays out. 
I do want to see Sonata in America. I mean, I want to see anyone in IWGP go to America. That'd be really fun. No. <laughs> IWGP, god damn it. <laughs> New Japan. I would love to see anyone in New Japan go to America. Especially Sex Saber Jr. I want to see his, I do want to see his cheeky bumps make an appearance in AEW. And just like him just assaulting random people. And just like, you know, blaming it all on Boris Johnson. That'd be glorious. Um, so, yeah. Um, so that's that. Oh, yeah. And Will Ospreay's still in the air. Maybe he's going to win the IWGP US Championship belt. Who knows at this point? But I'm really happy for Sonata. Also, um, Kazuchika Okada had his match against them. He had his, he, I think, like, by the, I think he had his match between, um, between Naito. I gotta look that up because they're, because, like, they're wrestling, like, tonight. Naito versus Okada. And it was for the IWGP World Championship. Okay. Trying to like look at it, look that look that shit up on Twitter. Oh yeah. It's happening right now. It's happening as I speak, but I think I think it's I think Cass Chan is gonna retain um, it's kind of a bit appropriate that Naito is kind of like his first challenger, or like one of his first challengers too, after Okada won the belt in, um, in, at the Dome, because Naito's like a pretty formidable fighter, love me some touch to Naito, so, I imagine that's gonna be a good match, I'd be surprised if Naito wins the belt, because like, not only your high, because like, that's leaving like the belts like being hot potatoed from one team to another. Which, I mean, it's fun, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know. It's like, it's, there's room for concern, if you're the viewer. Because that probably means that, like, wait a second, there's no constant champion. The constant is that there are different champions. But, yeah. So, I just, like, I would just advise to, like, watch New Japan, please. Also, watch the promos, too. Especially when, when, um, when, when Suzuki Gun's speaking. God damn, I love those bad boys. I also love Bullet Club and LIJ as well. But man, God bless those bad boys over at Suzuki Gun. Oretashi Suzuki Gun. Ichiban. So yeah, that's the New Japan talk. Now, going on to stardom. There's a press conference revealing who's the mystery woman that Sayakamatani found out about. Sayakamatani, tall Saya. She's the, um, she's like the owner, she's the holder of the white belt. The Wonder of Stardom champion. Which is kind of like the secondary belt I guess. But it's not really that secondary. It's as important as the World of Stardom belt. Which is the red belt. That Shuri's holding right now. But anyways. It's about science. It's about the mystery person. So the mystery person is Kyrie. Is Kyrie. It's not Kyrie Sane. It's not Kyrie Hojo. It's just Kyrie. All caps. No last name. And I mean. And the promo was actually pretty fun. It was no. The event, the press conference, the presser, it was actually pretty fun. Um, Unagi and Tamanakano made an appearance. And, like, and Unagi was like, hey, wait a sec. Hey, you're a new person. You can't join Cosmic Angels. We're, 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 and we're going to show you how awesome we are. And, like, Kairi was like, oh. Kairi was like, oh, well, I didn't even want to join Cosmic Angels. So, like, so, so Unagi and Tamu. They made a, they challenged, they, like, and Kyrie, they were all in the room together, and then Kyrie's like, okay, how about we have ourselves a tag match? Tam and Unagi, go, go, how about you guys go against me and Mayu, my old partner? And that, and, like, that's going to be for, like, the Ryogoku Sumo Hall show that's going to happen in March. That is actually going to be, oh, man, it's going to be pretty good. It's going to be pretty good, to say the least. It's going to be a good match, and I'm happy to see her return. But also, um, but also, like, during the presser as well, um, like, Kyrie was about to, like, Kyrie was, like, posing for the photos, and then good old, and good old, good old, Odeotai gave her the, gave her the, the good old stardom welcome. Odeotai, of course, the heelish faction of, um, of stardom. This time, it was Natsuka Tora, um, who's been wrestling stardom for a pretty long time now. Starlight Kid, or as I like, or as I like to call her, Darflight Kid, 
and Momo Watanabe, who turned on Queen's Quest. And now has like a new hairdo. Sort of like a new hairdo. But she's wearing purple. She's wearing the old purple and black. Listening to listening to Purple Haze. As their theme song. Nah, I'm just kidding. But that would be dope. If um if Oedo Tai entered to, to, um, to Purple Haze by Jimi Hendrix. That would be pretty dope. So they assaulted so they assaulted Kyrie and Kyrie was like Kyrie got up immediately after Oedo Tai left and after Radio Tide was done assaulting her, and Kyrie was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna get them. They're strong, but I'm gonna get vengeance on them." And then afterwards, um, afterwards, Stardom, um, their twi- their Twitter team, they actually released like a video package. Um, they actually released a video package um, that, like, you know, that had like Kyrie saying, like, looking for, like, you know, looking at the mystery woman, and the mystery woman was supposedly. Was supposed she she thought it was Kyrie, but but like Kyrie was like she tapped her she tapped her in the back and like she's like like hold on like hold on you told everybody and like and like so I was like yes and like she just like bopped her in the head and stuff and like she said like hey you have hey you're the champion of the white belt right Kyrie was like you're the holder of the white belt right and like so I was like yeah and like Kyrie asked was like. Who, 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 when's your next match? And like, and like, um, so I said it was like in Nagoka, which is a city in like in the Nagata prefecture, like in the northern side of like the central half, in the central part of like Japan, where the mountains are and stuff and snow. And Kairu was like, Kairu was like, ah, so you're going to Nagoka. Okay. Where are you going against? So I was like, so, Sia said, um, Sia said, I'm going against Natsupoi, and, like, Kyrie, like, they have a history with Natsupoi, and she's like, ah, okay, and, and Kyrie was like, you know, like, she was like, she, she tapped him, she patted, like, um, Sia, like, in the front, while Sia was holding, like, her belt, her right, her right side, and she was like, good luck, like, and Sai was like, yes, I'll do my best. And, like, and that kind of tells me that, like, even Kyrie said herself that she's going after the white belt. And, I mean, and it's like, yeah, it seems like that's going to be the play. So, like, no, that Kyrie is going to go after Sai's white belt. And I dread, and I dread for Tall Sai to lose. And I kind of dread the day, but at the same time, I'm excited because like two of my favorite wrestlers like Kyrie Sane's like literally one of my favorite wrestlers one of my favorite all-time Yoshi wrestlers um going against one of going against my favorite realms y- Yoshi wrestler at the moment and in the middle of it all is another of my favorite Yoshi wrestlers who's Natsupoi so this just so like it's a match made in heaven but and hopefully no one and hopefully they don't try to take each other out but I'm very excited for Kyrie's re- Kyrie's return to um to start to stardom. It's like where she was before she left for WWE. I'm very excited for that, and I think she's gonna be pushed to the moon appro- appropriately. So now, of course, she can go for the futures belt, but nah, it's Kyrie saying we're talking about. She doesn't need no future spell. What are you talking about? Like, yeah, she can like have all the belts, but no, she wants Sayakamatani. She's gonna go. She's she's gonna go after Sayakamatani. And after we see that cat fight between Saya and that's boy, we're gonna see another great cat fight between like, well, not immediately, but like, we're gonna see another great cat fight when um, when Tall Saya goes goes against them um, goes against Kyrie. So it should be a lot of fun. So yeah. Oh, and Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling has um has COVID issues, but they're still killing it. They're still killing it right now, so. Oh, yeah, and the mystery woman, the, the other mystery woman, like, so I was left perplexed and, like, saying, and, like, now we all know there's another mystery woman. I think it's Oriana, who's, like, who's one of, like, the best freelancers in Japan at the moment. The best female, the, one of the best Yoshi freelancers in Japan for the moment. But it's going to be very exciting. It's going to be very exciting. And yeah, that's that's actually all this week. That's actually that's we talked about WWE Impact, Stardom, AW, New Japan. Oh man, what a ta- what an episode! What a fucking episode! Uh, yeah. 
we're about to reach the hour mark so yeah that's about it um if you no i'm not even gonna say it yeah that's all this week so anyways i'll catch you on the flip side bye bye well it's not actually the flip side but it's like the other side of the sunset you guys already know the deal i'll see y'all later bye bye